0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Pondo Podcast. Really excited about today's conversation. If you're a youth leader um, or actively serving in your local church, um, ministering to youth um, or young adults, this conversation is for you. You get to sit down with two amazing youth leaders that bring their students and leaders to camp. And uh, man, just so encouraged by this conversation. These people love the Lord and it shines through every word they say in this conversation. So um, hope you enjoy Welcome to the Pondo podcast. Uh, super excited. We are actually set up in the, the lodge today. Um, I've got my friends Jeremy and Lisa. Would um, you guys say hi, Tell us where you're from okay. and uh, what's your connection to Pondo, okay?
1: Jeremy and Lisa, and we're from Norco, California. so it's maybe the armpit of Bakersfield's <laughs> the armpit of California. Maybe it's the armpit of you know Southern California um, rural area. We got cows, pigs, goats, chickens. Um, yeah, but a lot of students that are hungry for the Lord and um, just found our home in a place called grace fellowship. Mm-hmm. So we've loved it. We, we co-minister together. Yeah. Um, Lisa gets to her famous line is i have never been a 13 year old junior high boy before. So <laughs> she gets to minister to the ladies and Love my um, girls. yeah, it's a good, it's a yeah. good fit. And, yeah. uh,
0: it's so good to be here Cody, yeah, thanks. Awesome. thanks for us. You guys, um, I, well just say it like this, how how long have you guys been connected with PONDO? Okay. Tell me that story. Okay, And uh, um, what are you guys up to nowadays when it comes to your yeah. relationship with PONDO? Uh,
1: I'll start and then you chime in. Um, so we, we actually would go to a camp up north um, and we were probably, I mean we were really faithful to that camp. Um, we didn't always minister in NORCO so Northern California, Southern California, moving around. But we just we would always go to this camp, um, and then COVID happened, mm. and they had to sell the camp. So we, we actually, I think even for a season, went back one time, and it was different. Mm-hmm. Um, just the people that we knew and loved, they were let go, and the new staff brought in, and it, it just, it didn't feel like home anymore. And we had been here one time for a winter camp, a long time ago. Uh, when we were ministering in Redlands, mm-hmm. and I think we just, we forgot, or, mm. you know, it was a season, and uh, so we we looked at each other and said, let's, let's try a Pondo again, and so we came here, and it really reminded us, because of the great relationships that we had formed over the years at mm-hmm. this other camp, um, just about that, mm. and I think even for me, you can speak, but um, I came in, or we came in, and we saw you guys worshiping, Cody on the drums, mm-hmm. Ryan on the guitar, and just yeah. and and the presence of the Lord as we're coming in this place. But I think the greatest thing was after the set was done, and I don't remember if it was a lunch or dinner or whatever, maybe before, after breakfast, mm. um, you guys washed dishes, mm. you guys were picking up trash, yeah. um, you guys were you know meeting the needs of of the campus, but then the campers. And we just felt like, man, these are servants of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So the hearts here at Pondo, um, that servanthood attitude, just we're like, we're home. Mm -hmm. Like, we need to come back and Mm -hmm. just continue. I mean, like, you know, but build a relationship with Mm -hmm. you guys. Do you want to add anything? Yeah.
2: You know, one thing that was missing from the camp that we loved was the heart. Mm. And so it's really hard to leave that camp, but then when we came here, we recognized that heart. Yeah. And it's really the heart of God. Mm. <laughs> and so you guys exhibit that well. Mm. So we couldn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. once we came, we're like, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So, well. it made it a little smoother of a transition from mm. going from a camp mm. that we've gone to for, I don't know, like time? 25 mm. years oh, wow. to then make that commitment, yeah. move down here. So. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for saying all that. Yeah. And honestly, it's a it's a, <laughs> a pleasure having you guys here. One of the things we talk about a lot uh, with our staff um, is this idea of being a noticer. Mm. And what's been really special about the youth leaders we get to partner with is is the um, just the alignment of hearts and visions in that. Because um, I've, I've seen you guys on a number of occasions praying over Um, Our seasonal staff, um, uh, for you guys that don't know anything about Jeremy and Lisa, uh, they actually, at the end of every week that you guys attend, you always huddle our staff up and you challenge your students and and present an opportunity for your students to actually pray over Um, our staff. And you guys have prayed over me and my family. You've prayed over um, other uh, members of our staff and their families. Um, I think we even had a, we had one of our our summer staffers that was dealing with some like finals for school. And you guys, you had a student that prayed over that. And so, um, yeah, it's been really special to have you guys here and um, just to feel that, like I said, just uh, our hearts are aligned, the visions aligned going after the kingdom. And yeah. Just just
1: dovetailing on that, I mean, that really is again just such great proof of our God and his just his presence because mm-hmm. you're doing that for us all yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Um we can't help it, right? I mean like Absolutely. we're family like that. And mm-hmm. so man, that's that's the overflow of the heart of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are investing in us. I know, you know, your whole staff is praying for the students that we're going to bring and, mm-hmm. you know, lives to be touched and reached. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we want you to be refreshed when mm-hmm. we leave, not empty. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And we know week.
2: You, you guys give it all. So, mm-hmm. I mean, to to end with prayer is like a drop in the bucket, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a blessing that yeah. we could do for wow. you yeah. guys. We appreciate
0: it every time. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a few questions that we'll get okay. to, but I, I, I'm just curious. How did... How does camp fit into what you guys do? Like you, you go into let's you know we're coming into December. You guys have got dreams. You've got things that you're you're praying over. Um, you're going after in 2024. Um, how, how does camp fit into that? Tell me it's about good. that as, as a youth leader trying to invest in students where you are, mm-hmm. but then to have a ministry that you're partnering with that's away. Um, how how does that fit together? It for for us it continues
1: the Great Commission, like making disciples. I mean, that's what we're about. And you guys, again, you're, you're about the same thing. Um, so coming to camp winter, summer, um, maybe even, you know, some other opportunities to come up the mountain with a kid or two. It furthers that it gives mm-hmm. opportunity. You know, we, we silence the electronics for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're listening to the Lord. Mm-hmm. One of our scripture verses this morning is we're listening to the Lord ourselves. Um, Proverbs 7, 24, um, Oh, sons, listen to me, mm. pay attention to my words. So God's God's saying, hey, silence the noise, mm. stay on my path. And so for us at Camp Pondo, it, it assists in that discipleship where we're able to say, hey, we know it's tough during the week, distracted all the time, you know, but come away for a week and get into a, a routine and the habit of, uh, you know, that spiritual discipline of mm. being with the Lord, hoping that when they go home, In the morning time before maybe mom and dad are awake, Mm -hmm. they're going to sneak away and, you know, go into the living room, Mm. crack open the word and spend time with their father. So um, I think it just, you guys help, you know, continue the work that's already going and we're refreshed by it. I mean, we get filled in and poured into, Mm. um, yeah, so whoever's listening, I mean, really, it's not just for the students here. I mean, our leaders, we could probably go on and on.
2: I go to camp for yeah. me. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, those we need, we we need yeah. a
2: refueling and it's an encouragement. So, mm. um, you know, the ministry that happens week in, week out is, you know, we're running a race. And so to be coming up to camp, it's something to look forward to. Mm. And also, it, we like to use it as a, um,
1: an event. Yeah, and, so,
2: and an encouragement yeah. to the students to invite their friends. Yeah. You know, because not everybody wants to go to the church building and so but they're willing to come to what seems like fun they don't really know what they're getting into but we unashamedly say we're going to get away from the noise and come up and meet with God so Mm. invite your friends you know we're not hiding that but then you know we have these moments to be able to be recharged Mm. to go back down into the valley and um, share what we learned so I I thought you were going
1: to talk a little bit about the (laughs) leaders we get to bring if I could just (laughs) kind of some of the leaders you know we don't have a huge youth ministry, but enough where, you know, we got to play zone defense and, you know, (laughs) split up the time a little bit. Um, but we'll bring our leaders. And I'm thinking of one right now, Mike, man, this guy, he's in the front row. He'll beat all the kids in. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's setting the tone too, but I mean, he's like, man, this is for me. And for him, he looks forward to camp every year. Um, you know, being with the Lord, I'm mm-hmm. getting alone with him. He's working in the ground. I mean, he's a tile setter. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's refreshed. He's encouraged. And so even even for us, discipleship's yeah. not done. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we just, we get to be in the front, you know, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. lead. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think for, for the leaders that we bring too, yeah. it's, it's super. Yeah. So you're continuing the work. Mm-hmm. that God's already done. And that's mm-hmm. Philippians, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know,
0: I'm confident he'll He'll complete the good work yep. on that day when mm-hmm. Jesus returns. So, absolutely. Yeah. And I love that you guys pick up on that because for years and years and years, um, not just the Pondo team, but the, um, the team I got to be a part of, like the Summerhill crew that moved out here, um, I mean, we were doing youth events for years and you'd show up to these youth events and you got, you know, like guys like you. Who have just spent the last three months planning and are exhausted mm-hmm. over this event. Yeah. And I remember, you know, like, you know, I'd be playing drums and you're watching the youth leader, like, while the session's going and he's like running across the room, like, trying to like get pizza set and get, yeah. you know, things in mm-hmm. the door. And I'm so grateful for Camp Pondo and the Skippers and Ryan and his role as, you know, getting to partner and, and, mm-hmm. and lead leaders. Um, that this gets to be a space where yeah. leaders come and just get to rest and mm-hmm. like make memories with their kids. And um, we just ask that you get here yeah. Yeah. and the rest of it is yeah. up to you guys yeah. to have fun <laughs> and, um, and get out there and uh, shoot some kids with paintballs yeah. and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Did you okay. say Summerhill crew? Mm-hmm. crew? The, yeah, the Summerhill crew. Where, from, where's that from? So Summerhill uh, was the, so like me and Orion got an opportunity to, to start a band like 15 years ago. Okay. And uh, and so Summerhill was the name of that band. And so Kimberly, uh, my wife, Alicia, uh, we were a, a part of that crew and that originally had come out, I guess, in 2016 okay. to, to lead worship. And okay. then when we all made the move out here, we all felt like in our hearts that, hey, I think it's time to, to set Summerhill aside and, and try to evolve into something new. And so that's the Pondo worship okay. movement um, okay. came, came. Sounds out of a
1: little that. country. I mean, yeah, it yeah. oh yeah, snorkels. yeah. yeah. Well, it's actually through. if you're
0: uh, if you're driving through, uh, I think it's I want to say like Longview, Texas. There's actually Summerhill Road, and nice. we pass that all the time going to do events. Nice. Uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually one in, uh, um, I think down in like Ukiah, there's a Summerhill Road too. Nice. As well. okay. So, uh, nice. Uh, okay, but, yeah, super yeah. cool. Just pick it up on that. Awesome. Well, let's dive into these questions. Um, uh, we have a, a, a lady on staff here named Kayla. Kale's a beautiful writer, and um, and when we talk about this this year end campaign of woven and um, and how all these stories um, fit together to not just point us to Jesus and our need for Jesus, but also like how He's using Campondo. Mm-hmm. and and so she uh, sent me some questions to to ask you guys yeah. that we could just talk through. Yeah. Um, so since you guys first took the risk um, and tried Pondo a few years back, um, and you've become such great friends of not just the team but, but supporters and prayer and everything mm-hmm. else. Um uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're so f- grateful for that. Um, but could you guys share maybe some like behind the scenes stories of how you've seen uh, maybe just the work the Lord has done here, maybe in the lives of a leader or two or your students or maybe in just your own family? I, I think one that really impacted me probably our first time
1: back, okay. Um, we had a student, actually a brother and sister combo they came and this this young lady she, she was a part of a larger church mm-hmm. before. She would go to youth group, but didn't really feel connected. Um, came to our church probably a couple times, and somehow we convinced her, "Hey, summer camp, or was it winter camp? Summer camp." I
2: can't remember.
1: Okay, I'm going with summer camp. Okay, we'll stick with that. It's it's gonna be good. So she she signs up. Her brother comes too. The very last day. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the last evening, and I can see like she's mm-hmm. pondering some great things, and she's mm-hmm. she's got something profound to say. And camp was great that week. But I didn't expect what she was about to say. She said, you know, I really found my family Mm -hmm. like this, this group. So Pondo helped cultivate, Mm -hmm. you know, even in us getting to know one another, even though some of us really had good relationships, Mm -hmm. like she felt embraced and, Mm -hmm. you know, Camp Pondo allowed that to happen. You know, we probably would have texted her during the week Mm -hmm. and, hey, see you Wednesday. But just that consistent seeing each other with bedhead and you know, <laughs> not brushed teeth or whatever, just yeah, in the uncut. Absolutely. It was really good mm-hmm. and I, I love that. I mean that really and I think we built on that in our group, you know, really worked really hard to hey, let's keep that connection going through the year and we don't yeah. have to wait for a camp. So that's mm-hmm. that's for me. And yeah. it
2: also helped her to then take that home to be a leader and embracer of kids that are on the outside to mm-hmm. say, Hey, this is a great group. So that goes back to that question, how does camp really work together mm. um, with ministries? Moments are found here, mm. and then we take them back home. Mm. And it was, she's one of those that has helped encourage also others, like, mm. hey, go to camp. It was awesome. I was scared too, but you know what? We have a great group, so... Um, that's
1: a good example. And, and even, I mean, that's a great example. I just thought of something else. Um, even in the difficulty, mm-hmm. I think we shy away from hard and difficult. We want a shortcut. We want quick. Mm-hmm. And that's not just the students that I'm preaching to. That's me too, right? Yeah. Um, but we, this last summer, mm-hmm. we, we had a student that um, he came. There was, they were estranged to him and his parents. He was living with his grandfather. Um, it was a rough patch in his mm-hmm. life, and he came. And, you know, we're praying for him the whole week and we're trying to have conversations. I mean, the pastor's engaging, worship team. I mean, and then he sprains his ankle out on the field. And, you know, I think at first we're like, oh, man. And then the Lord turned it and we're like, hey, this could be a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. And grandparents were not on the medical release form. And so we had to call mom and dad. Mom and dad had to come because they didn't want to take him to the hospital. They had to come up personally and really I think him and his dad were having a hard time and they had to go all the way down the hill wow. in the car together. And through that hardship, he's back at home. Yeah, wow. conversations I mean, patched it up. Wow. made Yeah. That's so incredible. I mean through difficulty even, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. God God uses that. And
2: even in the midst of that praying over the situation, like, okay, we're bummed that he's hurt. Mm. There has to be a purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, mm-hmm. and that's wasn't something planned, but God mm. ordained that yeah. little injury so that the conversations could happen yeah. and then, um, restoration could happen. I love you know? it. Yeah. So it's beautiful. beautiful I
0: remember church. praying over that moment yeah. in this room yeah. with yeah. leaders. It's totally. so incredible to hear the other yeah. side of that story. Yeah. Awesome. Victory. So you guys mentioned family, um, and getting to experience a little bit of that family and uh, seeing how God cultivated that for that young lady. Um, One of the things that we do here at uh, at summer camp specifically is we have this awesome opportunity. I guess we do it winter too, but yet there's a little bit more time for it, is we do church time on a Wednesday night. Um, And so for those of you who have never been to summer camp, uh, here's a little look into that. So we have our typical Wednesday night um, chapel session, and we've done, uh, some. I guess, some like... We've created some space over the last few years on that Wednesday night for it to be unique. So this last summer was really special. We got to like actually sit in a circle. So we took away the stage, um, put the speaker and a few of the bandmates uh, down in the the middle of the room and just kind of switched up the feel of the night. And it was really cool getting to see students, see other students worshiping and engaging in the teaching. Uh, That was one of my favorite parts. But then we walk away from chapel session, take a short break, and then we jump into what we call church time. And so uh, the churches that come, they get to huddle together with just that crew, get to process what the Lord is up to, pray together, talk about what's next as they leave the hill. Um, how has that experience been for you guys? That's good. Um, and uh, how, how have you seen that maybe uh, create some more of that, that family tie for your students? Yeah. I mean,
1: I'm glad you actually mentioned what happened just before that, this camp specifically. Um, it was different. I mean, it caught, it caught me off guard mm-hmm. in a good way mm-hmm. um, because we're used to, right, being up on the stage and we're looking up here. Um, so that, that forced us to think differently. Um, maybe we closed our eyes because we were distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, we, were, we were close. I think that, that camp, you guys had mentioned, this was probably one of the larger camps. Mm-hmm. So to squeeze everybody in it was we were really tight. close. It was crazy. <laughs> it was tight. <laughs> it was tight. But I think in that, I mean, the Lord was moving in that and he used that format and setting. Mm -hmm. So when we transitioned out of that, actually, one of our students accepted the Lord that night. He he heard God calling him and it was, I think he described it. You'll appreciate this as a musician. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, I think he plays, does he play clarinet or saxophone or something? Mm -hmm. He said, it was like I was playing without the spirit. And then when the Lord came and met me, there was like music that was playing that was spirit led and for this was he junior high Jonathan Wow! and for him to say that and articulate that I'm like oh the Lord has grabbed a hold of this young man so so that happened that night we transitioned to church church night and uh I think the testimonies that were just happening people were you know they just continued um our girls started off like, oh everybody knows there's a cry night and this is it <laughs> and, and we teased about it, but really the intention wasn't to have that type of a night. It was just to have that space for God to move. Mm. Um some of our leaders were really honest and shared, which allowed students to share. Mm. Um so it was that, you know, like in a baseball stadium when you get mm-hmm. the wave going and it, it takes a minute, but then it catches on in the mm. whole stadium. That's how it was. And it was we were right out here in the yep. patio. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cold, yeah, but it was good. Yeah. Like yeah. we were, first our he hearts were warm. Yeah. It was good. yeah. That's awesome. And the Lord was moving. Um, and I think even for Jonathan, as he shared, Hey, this is a decision mm-hmm. the Lord was leading me to make and I'm following him. I'm all in. He shared that moment about the spirit in him. Wow. Um, but then his first comment was, I'm going home yeah. and I knew who I'm going to tell. And yeah. it was his best friend. Wow. And yeah. he described his best friend as this guy who he was looking to actually, and he thought he had all the answers. And then when he got to know him, he was this timid young man that didn't know anything, and he's like, it was a letdown. Oh, wow. So, coming to camp and finding hope in Christ, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going back to tell him.
0: Wow. Yeah, really wow. powerful.
1: That's incredible. And then he got baptized. We baptized yeah. him a couple weeks later. So, amazing. So, that that family time, uh, that church group devotional time, if, if you guys haven't been here, this really is a plug. You know, it's, it's more than just youth ministry yeah. time on a Wednesday night. Mm. Um, you know, as, as teachers, we're teaching and we're we're hopeful that they're going to get it. But as, you know, Cody or the camp pastor or Ryan speaking and, mm. and worshiping, you guys are giving us another opportunity because you're speaking the same message into them. Mm. And then they get to, I think, peel back some of the layers and be yep. real honest, mm. ask real questions, because it would be awkward maybe in the message. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, you know, we have freedom for that but. Yeah. yeah. I liked
2: how he called it. I know you said it's church time, but you just called it family time. And mm-hmm. that's really what it is. Absolutely. It's where, you know, you've created space here to open up our hearts to what the Spirit's doing and then allows mm-hmm. us to go and love on our own kids Absolutely. and just yeah. unpack that a little bit. And, yeah. it, and it was really awesome this past summer in that time like our leaders several leaders shared their testimony they hadn't planned on it Hmm. the spirit led them to to you know to go down that road and um and then a lot of the students were able to say i didn't know that was your story wow you know i thought you had it all together Hmm. you know and um that was a great opportunity you know so absolutely it's sweet yeah sweet time yeah
0: well i love it and we're so thankful (laughs) that we get the the chance to to um yeah. Set some time aside for that. And yeah. so that's yeah. like you said, cry night. It is it is like one of the heavier it moments. It happens, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, but it's so amazing to see how the Lord's working through that. So that's definitely one of the heavier moments of camp. But one of the things I wanted to get to, especially with you guys, um, we always have some good laughs up here and always have a good time. And uh, one of my favorite things is during either morning rec or afternoon free time is to get to walk outside and see um, either youth leaders or um, youth pastors uh, out here just like, just going nuts with their kids. (laughs) And so one of the things at Pondo specifically, it's even in our core values, is that we, we wanna create a crazy fun space. Um, the, the the mission of Pondo is to create a unique space for people to encounter Jesus. But we've we've seen that it's so important to have that fun and to create those moments to just for kids to be kids yeah. and for you guys to get to you know maybe set aside the, the the planning hats and the like execution hats and like let's just go throw water balloons at yeah. each other. You know um, how how has how have you guys seen that maybe break down some walls and just create space for um, kids to hear from the Lord and um, maybe to have a um, uh, yeah, maybe a more unique experience. to go? I'm go. gonna jump in on yeah. this one. So
2: there's a zip line, uh-huh. In our first year that um, our daughter came, she's very competitive, mm-hmm. and the staffer that was doing the safety stuff up there told her that like there was a record of how many times <laughs> to, to zip. And, um, I think it was like 30 times in one week. And so she's like, I'm going after it. And so that was her goal was to zip as many times as possible. (laughs) But our, uh, but her friends were like, go Ellie, you know, and how, what's that number? And then all the summer staff were like, oh my gosh, have you met the girl that's going to like beat all the records? So, um, but with that, this next following year, um, last year, there was a student that was scared. Not one of our students, but, and he was kind of stuck up on top of the hill. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't Ellie, but it was another student that said, Well, I'm nervous. And I asked him, Would you like to come with me to maybe encourage that student that he can do it? Mm-hmm. And um, so what ended up happening is that student talked to, the other student and really encouraged him like you've got this yeah. and and this is something you can overcome god's here with you and um ended up walking down with him he didn't end up ziplining <clears throat> but the takeaway for our student was it wasn't really about ziplining mm. you know that he realized it wasn't even about him going on the zipline it was about encouraging somebody else mm. to overcome adversity and i just thought that was awesome because it wasn't a church sermon. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't an in-depth Bible study. Mm-hmm. It was a zip line. Absolutely. And, and there definitely was conversations later about mm-hmm. how, you know, God is the one who helps us overcome yeah. and how sometimes um, it takes a sharpening of other peers mm-hmm. because that other student knew that the staffer and the other youth leaders were going to say that. Mm-hmm. But to have another student his own age say, you got this, buddy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I, I'll go to the other side. I'll be there for you. Um, was really encouraging. So I think that mixes um, the spiritual side and the fun side. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. so. I, I just think, too, I mean, that, that famous book, The Five Love Languages, mm-hmm. my wife's is quality time. I think for the teenager, and God's is probably obedience, right? Uh-huh. Just obey me. For the teenager, it's dodgeball. Like, <laughs> hit me in the face. <laughs> yes. You know? Just hit me. Yeah. It, and it, it breaks down walls, and it gives you that, oh, okay, I'm a, I can be a teenager and goof off and have Absolutely. a great time. Um, and I mean, all the whole focus is it's Christ-centered. Yeah. So you're, we're showing them, mm-hmm. hey, in this environment, you don't got to go party and get wasted and do all the crazy things that the world says is great. Mm-hmm. We have a different no, kind not. of
2: crazy. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> we can have
1: a great time but as it's Christians. Positive. Yeah. And, and I think the diversity, even of the games and mm-hmm. the people playing the games, builds unity. Absolutely. You know, they, yeah. they see that mm-hmm. there's such a diverse you know mm-hmm. culture and and game. Um, and I love the mix of games, too, games that we, what was that one? It was, like, carry the watermelon across the pool. Oh, yeah, watermelon polo. That oh, was that's great. So nice. yeah. Yeah. If we
0: had only had a pool, <laughs> right. that, would, that would be great to take that one home. That was yeah. amazing. So, yeah. yeah, we played that at the camp I grew up at in Arkansas. <laughs> Did you? And it's a watermelon just coated in Vaseline, yeah. <laughs> and you're trying to get it from one side of the pool to the other. And we had a, we specifically, like, uh, there was a leader from a, a church that we did a lot of events with, and uh, uh, Joe is one of the biggest men I've ever met in my life. Like and he just requested that game. No, he we would just <laughs> we would play that game, and I can remember like six of us being just behind Joe, nice. pushing Joe, nice. and one of us has the watermelon That's tucked in, and, and just like yeah, incredible moments, um, and uh, and I, I always talk about with our staffers is for a lot of these students like these are first-time experiences yeah, yeah. nobody has a zipline in their backyard or a giant right. swing and mm-hmm. um, even you know like the pool like there's there's kids who legitimately like, this is their first time getting to swim yeah. in, a, in a big pool and go down a water slide and so yes we're going to have moments in in the chapel and um we're going to get to process with, with students about what they're reading in the bible and what god's teaching them but we talk so much about you know specifically for the staffers running zip line is that you have a student like Ellie who's going to come ride the Zipline 31 times. Um, By the end of the week, you should know their name. You should know their favorite snack. You should have probably bought that snack in the gift shop and sat down at a table with them. And it just creates moments for connection. And for so many of these students, man, that's what they're longing for. Um, And that's going to be the door into a conversation about the Lord and what he's up to. And so, yeah, always grateful for that. And
1: I mean, even,
0: even as you're talking I'm remembering the Lord, right?
1: He didn't just go and sit in a classroom. Yeah, absolutely. He's out there feeding the 5,000. He's like, why don't you guys feed him?" And mm-hmm. they're like, um, yeah, where are we going to yeah. get the food Lord? And okay, we got this boy. Yeah. And yeah. you know, so he's challenging them. It's outside mm-hmm. of the classroom. You know, the, the, the seas were, were amazing. I mean, yeah. they're fearful at times. Um, we just heard the, you know, the walking on the water and Jesus, it's in the storm. Mm -hmm. Was Jesus surfing down the wave? You know, what did that look like? I'm sure he, he put some creative spins and, you know, so games, I think, you know, gives the students an opportunity to say, Mm -hmm. you know, this is real life. I mean, this is where we're living Mm -hmm. and we don't have to be stuck in a building, Mm -hmm. even though there's time, there's intimacy there, but yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Just recently um, had a friend point this out to me is that, you know, so much of the time we talk about Jesus, um, our our savior, Jesus, uh, you know, the, the, the perfect man, Jesus, the, the great teacher. But can you imagine walking (laughs) with someone who has zero worry, zero anxiety, Mm. perfect peace? Mm. That would have been the most fun person in the world to yeah. hang out with and yeah. so yeah you don't get called a, a friend of sinners unless you're like hanging out with sinners having a good time with sinners but obviously in, in the best way possible yeah. Yeah. with kingdom on the horizon And so um, yeah love that love and that. I mean Christ is mm. in you and me and our
1: students right I mean mm-hmm. one of the years there's no junior Holy Spirit yeah. thank Damien yes. or somebody yeah. mentioned uh-huh. that and we grabbed we so a hold of that we're yes. like yes so since that's mm-hmm. the case you know, on those days when we're given our worries and cares mm. to the Lord, I see Christ in Cody, mm. yeah. even in the games. And mm-hmm. so I do want to walk closer mm-hmm. with my brother arm in arm and, yep. you know, Red Rover and whoever <laughs> right over, right? I mean, Absolutely. You know, so that's also, a good point.
2: There's also the atmosphere of um, healthy competition.
0: Yep. You mm-hmm. know? Absolutely. And that you, you, don't, win.
2: you don't need to tear down someone's character mm. or play really dirty to have fun yeah
1: absolutely. You know, and, mm-hmm. did I get it from you I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing so pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah.
2: um but that you can you know be integrous and you can mm-hmm. beat beat someone well mm-hmm. you know and absolutely. um there's nothing wrong with playing hard mm-hmm. and um so yeah I don't know I think people have an idea that you can't have fun at church mm-hmm. Yeah. You know why mm-hmm.
0: not? Yeah. And like yeah. we were talking
2: about Jesus, like you know
0: he had fun. Absolutely, he did mm-hmm.
2: all kinds of crazy things yeah. that just weren't written down.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah. And one of the, one of the best parts of my job in the last couple of years is is trying to look into creating space for different types of students. Obviously, morning rack. There's lots of opportunities for the athletic kids who want to get out and yeah. just like beat everybody. <laughs> but what about those kids that you know are not extroverted and they're not athletic and they don't care about those types of things and so you know last year we introduced a battleship over here and it was like you literally oh, yeah. sit in the sand and mm-hmm. you throw water balloons there's yeah. a little bit of strategy involved and I can remember like watching mm-hmm. a bunch of the athletic kids that there just being like oh this is mm-hmm. this is the worst you know but <laughs> then like they're
2: not moving around exactly right. but then
0: for like some of those other students they're like this is awesome you know and I can't tell you how many times like actually from this seat right here in the lodge you can look right out here and see nine square in the air yeah. nine square in the air at any given moment there's fifty kids out there playing that game. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it's basically you're just throwing a ball. It's like volley, it's like uh, you know, like a slow man's volleyball. That's yeah. really what's going on there. Yeah. And it has become one of the easiest ways for our staffers to go connect with kids. I'm like mm-hmm. go get in that line. Because you,
2: mm-hmm. you, you stand in line you chat with them. Exactly. And that's true of um, our leaders, like, hey, go where the students yes. are. Uh-huh. Um, and if I can just interject about the students that don't want to play. Mm-hmm it's okay to sit with them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Absolutely. like one year I had a student, she didn't want to play anything. She was very quiet. Mm-hmm. And so I just sat on the grass. It was really hard for me. It was yeah. really quiet. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Lord, help me. Mm-hmm. And I fi- finally she said, well, are you going to talk to me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, did you well, want to talk? Wow. Well, what do you want to tell me? And then I got her talking. Wow. She didn't want to play, but she wa- she did want to talk. And mm-hmm. so I think just being aware of, even that, in the midst of the crazy, mm. some of the students like to just be quiet mm-hmm. by themselves. Yep. But they don't really want to be by themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So that allowed space to come over here because yeah. there was a game going on and I didn't have to organize yeah, it. So of course. That's super yeah,
0: positive. Yeah, I'm very thankful for a camp in and in a, a place where I get to work where those types of kids are seen. Mm -hmm. Like we have the arts garage. We have a new arts garage that we're about to move into. And uh, I can remember a number of times, like walking past the old arts garage on the way to my house every day, back and forth. um, And kids are sitting over there making friendship bracelets and they're, and they're drawing and they're not really talking, but seeing a couple of uh, our, our female staffers just like, hanging out like just sitting right next to him weaving a bracelet you know and there probably were moments where it's like oh wow that looks pretty cool and that kid felt seen and felt loved in the in the smallest of ways and so
2: we're talking about the kingdom yeah and the kingdom now yeah and so Jeremy's grandpa is 102 and his brother was 98 when he finally accepted Christ.
1: Whoa, 98? And when he did,
2: wow. he said, and he, uh, he lived till 102.
1: He also. So okay. that
2: was only four years of walking with the Lord on this side of eternity. And his Whoa. comment that was really riveting was, I wasted my whole life. If I would have known mm. what it would be like. I wouldn't have wasted my whole life. Yeah, like
1: I could have been walking with the Lord.
2: All that time. You know, that whole
1: time. And I miss, I miss some. Yeah. And even though he's going to be in eternity. So, I mean.
2: So, there are blessings on this side of eternity as well. Oh, wow. That's That was profound. I was like, wow. I'm so glad. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the world promises things that. They're tarnished, mm. you know, and so yeah. walking with the Lord, we have such richness now that, mm. you know, and so just having that mm. testimony was like, wow, from his perspective, I mean, I'm young, he's old, mm. to say, I wasted my life,
0: yeah, that wow. four
2: years, I wish I would have submitted and understood the relationship with Christ, yeah. so much and greater. And that's
0: 98 years of yeah. probably some, like, <clears throat> High highs and low lows. So for him to say that, even on top of that, like Mm -hmm. that's that's profound. Yeah. Hey, and and off camera, they didn't get this, but we we were talking about family a
1: little bit, and um, you know the the joy of reaching our neighbors for the Lord. um, You know where they may never go into a church setting or church Mm -hmm. building, but they would come into Mm -hmm. our house and, and you know see what we're really about, and we'd be able to share. So the joy of sharing the gospel, but mm. um, like, like that made me think about, you know, Jesus uses these, these word pictures <clears throat> where we're going out and harvesting, mm. not so much coming in, like the fruits, not going <laughs> to just walk in, mm. right? We, we got to go out and, and harvest well, yeah, the potatoes yeah. aren't going to just jump in the barn. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're not going to. You got to go get them. You yeah. can't just
2: say, "Hey, potatoes, uh, yeah. come on over. I got a good message in here." Yeah,
1: but that, but <laughs> that really is the value of investing in real relationships. Yeah. You know, you really do care. And again, we were talking kind of off camera a little yeah. bit about Jesus and who he is mm. and who he was on Earth, but who mm. he really is. He really is relational. Mm. He enjoys people. I mean, mm. he created them. I wonder if he's just looking. and He's like. Man, I love that beard on
0: Cody. Yeah. You know <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Well, when I think about this. So my favorite one of my favorite stories of Jesus is the like with him and Zacchaeus. Mm-hmm. Um and I think for students, and the way like I see this connecting with students is, and you guys mentioned earlier is that we're we're removing students not just from what we would say distractions, like the very like churchy word of like just anything that's not, you know, in within a church building. Yeah. Um But we're removing them, I think, from the things that feed into their ego, feed into this, Mm. like, false identity, feed Mm. into um, where they find pride and, and, you know, what gets them going. Um, And they get to, I think, see a glimpse into what kingdom living looks like. Um, And it's it's really powerful. um, Because a kid can come up here and, yeah, they may go out and crush it, uh, you know, on the rec field. But I promise you by that afternoon nobody's sitting there like in chapel thinking like whoa david like really crushed it today he's so hot you know yeah. um and i you know i was a student at camp and yeah. i remember the little camp romances and things like that but <laughs> on a on a much like larger scale as kids get to come into a a very neutral space um where I, for the most part there's usually between leaders staff like probably close to 100 people here that are dedicated to just loving on these kids and investing in them. Um, And so I I look at Jesus and Zacchaeus and Jesus saw Zacchaeus because Zacchaeus was seeking in in a very weird Mm -hmm. way way of climbing trees Mm -hmm. and stuff. He was seeking. (laughs) Jesus saw that and he said, let's go to your house. Mm -hmm. So you don't have time to clean it up. You don't have time to move just things around just as it is. Um, and I love that line of like, salvation has come to this house oh, today. Good, yeah. um, and so as you see these kids getting to engage with Jesus in a really, um, I think just like fresh, um, and not fresh in like a cool hip way, just like fresh in the sense Perfect. of like, that it's, it's authentic, it's mm-hmm. genuine. Um, it, it's, it's, it's really powerful um, because they don't really have time to like, Clean it up, like you said. We're all yeah. bedheaded. We all stink. Yeah. You know, you put 300 junior high kids in this room right here. It's hot. It, it's. I, I grew up on a pig. I grew up on a pig farm. Okay. It, it smells pretty, pretty like <laughs> <equivalent>. no, <it's laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Rich. Now, Are you gonna say something? I, else? I was just
1: gonna say, you know, as you're talking about Zacchaeus and salvation has come to your house, isn't that one of the goals of coming here? Mm. And salvation, you know, they're coming into this place mm. on the rec field in worship, wherever they're at with the family. You know, and they're hearing the words of the Lord maybe for the first time, and they they receive the Lord, <clears throat> they follow Him, but they're like Jonathan, mm. like I'm going back. Yeah. You know, I want to take it home, and so that gospel, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it
0: takes root and it goes out. Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. And I think that's what I meant when I say it's an invitation into kingdom living. Yeah. Because kingdom living does not mean like coming to the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, like kingdom living is like now what I experienced here. How is it going to impact mm-hmm. um, not just my behavior? Because I, I grew up, I grew up where everything was so behavior oriented. Like, well, mm-hmm. you don't do those things, and you don't do those things, and you don't do those things. But Paul's so um, so kind in his writing because, like, yes, you take those things <laughs> off, but then you got to put on these new clothes. Mm-hmm. You can't just not do that, not do that, mm-hmm. not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was a kid that was going, why? Like, it seems all right. So why not do it? You know. Um yeah, because so, if you just take off, you're naked, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. You don't have any clothes yeah. on. So yeah. you do have to something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So yes. so we've mentioned family a lot, and one of the, the things I wanted to wrap up with today is how how has um your time here at Camp Pondo specifically, like you guys are um I, I know you do a lot of things, but in my eyes, like you guys are your full time youth leaders. Like you um full time, you know, uh ministers, um, and um, right over my right shoulder, you guys have got your kids. Like, they're, they're somewhere out there. I don't know what they're up to, but uh, they're somewhere out there, um, and I'm sure we'll have a few shots in, in here of like your kids and your beautiful family, but how have you guys seen your time here at Pondo in- impact home just for you guys? Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, okay,
2: yeah. uh, Ellie's first year at camp, mm-hmm. junior high, last year, her question was how do I raise my hands? Hmm. I'm like, well, you go like this, (laughs) you know? But to be in a room where there's freedom because the spirit is just moving and there's an atmosphere in here with worship, Hmm. it gave her freedom. Even, you know, people have opinions about lights, Hmm. dimmed or not, but um, I like a little dim, dim. Because then I feel like... And I told her, I said... You know, don't worry about if the lights are on, if they're off or whatever. If the spirit moves you to put your hand up, then you Mm. put your hand up. If you're worried about it, close your eyes. So there's a dimming anyway, you know? And Mm. so for her, it was learning how to worship as a junior higher. Mm. So, you know, that's great that I got to be a part of that spiritual step, Mm -hmm. you know, for her. Um, I would say for our oldest... He's a note taker, and so he's like in it, like those speakers, you know. Yeah. He's leaning in. He's got his Bible, and we were, because it was a full week last summer, we were in the wing over there. Mm-hmm. There's no light, and so one of the girls had brought a headlamp, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was awesome because yeah. he's like, hey, yeah. I need that headlamp because oh, he like... couldn't take notes, Wow! and so she shared her headlamp, but anyway, so for an- Andrew, it's not just a mountain high, but it's like, I don't want to miss mm-hmm. what God's saying. I need to wow. write it down. So. Wow. And we've got one more. Jesse hasn't experienced camp, but he's waiting. He's yeah. waiting. So it's definitely a family mm-hmm. uh, yeah. ordeal.
1: Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I think for <clears throat> Andrew, too, it, this last year was a really <clears throat> good year for him um, to be transparent and honest. Yeah. And the things that he was sharing with us, he's like, man, did you, did you know this? Did you Mm -hmm. get this? And, you know, we're, we're speaking the gospel to our kids at home, but it was a great opportunity for somebody else, you know, the camp pastor, um, or the worship team or Mm -hmm. whoever, just to speak truth into him. And so it was just that, that second, you know, it's like, you know, Paul says I'm following Christ, right? Follow me as I follow Christ. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Paul's doing it. Jeremy and Lisa are doing it, mm. but to see Cody doing it and yeah. he's like, Hey, this, this isn't just mom and dad. Mm. Like I'm, I'm following the Lord with my brothers and sisters. Yeah. Um, so I think that was really neat to to hear Andrew, you know, kind of reiterate some of those things. So the family impact for us. Um, and I, I don't think it has to be just full-time youth ministry, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy, Mike, I was talking about earlier yeah. on the front row and um, like he's taking it home to his family. He's, yeah. he's videoing it or he's you know bring the story home and he's yeah. sharing with his family because he was transformed yeah um but i i think our our family really does love coming to be a part of mm. um what's happening here because they do see the kingdom mm. yeah you know again when you're just in your family or even youth ministry you might get comfortable mm. but when there's a guy from africa here is like whoa yeah. Or or we do that right yeah. like wow, the kingdom's rocking in Africa. Yeah. Right. And he's just visiting as a summer staffer right yep. now. And mm. it's been great. So it, it does give you that kingdom, mm-hmm. broader perspective, even in Southern California or how far do we go? Northern California, Arizona, yeah, yeah. kids are coming from gifts, right? So yeah. um, like, that's a good reminder. Hey, we're in this together yeah. and we're impacting, mm. you know, we're, yeah. I, one one. I was going to say one, okay, one more come thing. On. I think something else that, that, that diversity, Mm. it just brings, it does bring unity. Mm. And and I started to go here, but, you know, as we, you know, we celebrate, we're teaching these kids, they can have real discussions. Mm -hmm. You you guys do such a great job of, you know, posing questions Mm -hmm. and allowing us to wrestle through them. And even if you're on the other side and you're not sure... This is that place, I feel like, where to you can... To
2: mm-hmm. wrestle and to and and find scripture to back your answers.
1: Well, and you're able to <clears throat> be honest and wrestle through that yeah. and not be afraid to mm-hmm. have a different opinion yeah. and to say, hey, as brothers and sisters in Christ, mm-hmm. we're, we're interested. So um, I think that's healthy when, when the students and us and when we leave this place, we can go. And when the world has their opinions and mm-hmm. thoughts... We, we're standing a little bit stronger and yeah. saying you know hold on I don't I don't agree with that mm. right. and hopefully the other team you know the other person's willing to mm. to talk it through but you know giving them an opportunity to really wrestle through real issues yeah you know, as we were talking about Jesus
0: absolutely
1: real issues real relationships mm-hmm. and to go home and say you know what
0: this is what I really believe I mm-hmm. understand yeah you know yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Oh, thanks, well guys, we, we appreciate you. I speak on behalf of the whole Pondo team when we say like your support, your prayers, your presence. Um, it's always life giving. And uh, yeah, just so grateful for you. So yeah. thanks for being on today. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us. For and uh us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for bringing the fam up. Yeah. So, um, can we yeah. pray it out? Oh, I mean, please. is that okay, yeah. okay? It would,
1: it would, it would only make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pray. Uh, Lord Jesus, we mm-hmm. love you so much. God, even for those who are listening in this mm-hmm. moment, God, whenever this gets played, um, God, if there was one word that somebody just needed to hear, um, their hope in you, um, Jesus, how you're working, they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, ministry, how it can be so fulfilling. Um, it's not legalistic and a pressure, but it's a joy. And so, mm-hmm. Father, we just we're asking that those who are hearing and listening, God, they would be encouraged in some way. And Jesus, you know, our prayer is if if there were words from Jeremy or Lisa or Cody that were not the words of Jesus, we pray Mm. that they would not listen to those, Mm. maybe laugh those, but not listen and take them to heart. But Mm. um, Lord, the words from Jesus, God, we pray that that word that would endure forever in their hearts and they would live Mm. differently. Um, Lord, we love you so much. Continue going before
0: us. We need you each and every day. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Awesome. Thanks, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, to everybody, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time on the podcast. Awesome.